In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. After hearing his doctrine, many of the followers of Jesus said, This is intolerable language. How could anyone accept it? Jesus was aware that his followers were complaining about it and said, Does this upset you? What if you should see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life. The flesh has nothing to offer. The words I've spoken to you are spirit and they are life. But there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the outset those who did not believe and who it was that would betray him. He went on, This is why I tell you that no one could come to me unless the Father allows him. After this, many of his disciples left him and stopped going with him. Then Jesus said to the twelve, What about you? Do you want to go away too? Simon Peter answered, Lord, who shall we go to? You have the message of eternal life, and we believe. We know that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of the Lord Tolerance is an ambiguous concept which is greatly valued by today's modern culture. Of course, we should learn to be more tolerant of annoying behavior and speech, which differs from us. We should be more tolerant of the aunt who lives with us, even though she sometimes behaves like a diva. We should be more tolerant of the office colleague who enjoys the steward's snack during office hours and makes it almost impossible for us to focus on our work. Although many see tolerance as a positive value, few are able to provide a clear definition. What are its limits, if any? Should we be tolerant of all and sundry? In fact, in promoting tolerance for something, one often ends up being intolerant to its opposing idea, belief or lifestyle. Part of the confusion is that we have collapsed tolerance for persons with tolerance with their ideas, positions and lifestyles. Properly understood, Tolerance implies respect for people, but not agreement with their error or fault. Thus, ideas do not have to be tolerant. It is enough if they are correct. But today, tolerance generally signifies something else. The prevalent idea of tolerance is connected to relativism. Each one has his own truth. No one can tell another person what to think or how to live. To be tolerant in this view is to cling to the opinion that everything is a matter of opinion and of equal opinions at that. Each person must take his bearings from his sovereign subjectivity and no one has a right to put forth a universal standard. To affirm that a particular proposition is true by itself apart from mere opinion is considered an attack on tolerance. So when the followers of our Lord find his teachings intolerable, they are at least being honest. There is no double speak, nor false sense of tolerance. Jesus would have it no other way. You either stand with him or stand against him. 
The problem with today's modern crowd is that we are unsure where they stand. In the name of tolerance, some can claim to be both faithful Christians and yet hold anti-Christian values at the same time. To a modern, seemingly enlightened woke crowd who preaches and upholds the gospel of tolerance, which is actually the heresy of relativism, the church must jump on the bandwagon and adopt, adapt to the changing facts and trends set by society if she wishes to be relevant. Failure to do so would prove that the church is intolerant and her teachings intolerable. But here's the truth. The truth is that the church cannot change her teachings because she cannot change what our Lord has taught. When push comes to shove, our Lord firmly holds his ground. He was not going to change his teachings just because it was unpopular, just because the crowds and even some of his own disciples threatened to leave him. Throughout this week, we've heard our Lord speak of himself as bread of life. Twelve times he said that he was the bread that came down from heaven. Four times he told them to eat his flesh and drink his blood. But the real game changer is that he meant all of this, not just in a symbolic way, but literally. No wonder they found his teachings intolerable. Notice that our Lord made no attempt to soften his choice of words, nor did he attempt to correct their misunderstanding, because there was nothing to correct. They understood him perfectly well, that he was not speaking metaphorically. The only problem was that they could not accept it. For that reason, many of them left him, with some even cutting all ties with him permanently. Faced with mass desertion and unpopularity of our decisions, many of us would have backtracked under pressure and changed our position. But our Lord didn't. He held his ground. And the reason he did so was because he spoke the truth. Changing his position would be lying. So this is the truth. As much as the world often wants the church to change the teachings, adapt to her latest trends, we simply have to give this answer. The church will not, indeed cannot, change the doctrines Christ has given her, nor can she invent new ones just to please others. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.